Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hour, hour with a voicemail from an old friend of ours. Hi, Chris. It's Dale from H Tennessee, man. What's up? <clears throat> I was listening in yesterday and I heard you were going out of town next week, so I figured I'd call in while I could. I'd hate to say I wasn't excited about you leaving, though, because my God, that means we ain't got to listen to John Edward Kruger, aka Bolka, or uh, is that Cross, uh, Packet? Robbie Davis, I honestly think them two should be. You remember when y'all used to tell Becky that y'all her and Robbie should start a podcast? Nah, I think John Edward and Robbie should start a band together and call it the, the Bowl Cup Brothers. Sounds like a hit to me, man. Good Lord. But man, man, I heard you going to a Hannah Montana concert next week. So, man, I'm excited for you. That sounds like a hell of a time. So, man, if you could, just bring me back a T-shirt, man. I'm in an extra large on a good day. So if uh, you can give me one of them T-shirts from that concert out there, 
I appreciate it, man. I'm a big fan of Hannah Montana. And, uh, yeah, man, hope you have a good time, good trip. And thank you for taking a break so I ain't got to listen to any morons for a week, man. Yeah, I'd like to do a slap fight against both of them at the same time. And then go take them to Hooters because they've never been. That's where the real chicken wings are. I am going to tell you, man. Hooters, hands down. And Lynn, if you're listening, you can still, I can still take you out, you know, if you want to go and date for old Dale. All right, everybody. Have a good weekend. Beat it out. <laughs> oh, BDD out. John Edward has a response. He says, shut up, Dale. John Edward, fiery in the chat once again. What's going on, John Edward? What's going on, John Edward? There's a beef between Dale, John Edward, and Robbie Davis. God, what a time. What a time. Uh, Jeremy Smith asked this question. Hey, Chris, we're going to see Alex McGrath on the podcast this season. Jeremy I'm expecting to have Alex on here and there. It will not be a weekly thing, though, <clears throat> like it has been in the past. Unfortunately, just, you know, with the with the growth and the evolution of the show and the guests that we have on right now, um, unfortunately, Alex is one of the odd men out. And, uh, you know, it was a tough decision, but, you know, it's a decision we made. But I will have Alex McGrath on the show at some point because, obviously, I value what – Alex has to say, and I know you guys really like hearing from Alex McGrath as well. So we will have him on at some point, but uh, he will not be a weekly guest with us. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, let's see. Our friend Austin Gregory. We were having this conversation this morning. He said um, about the Tennessee game. He said, if you're looking for revenge, it's because you know that the team is capable of beating you. And if you don't think they were, you truly wouldn't be scared and truly weren't scared. Revenge wouldn't be on your mind. That'd be like me saying I'm not scared of Mizzou. I'm absolutely terrified of them because they're capable of winning and have done so. I mean, certainly, right? To, to be vengeful, something had to happen. So you're not totally wrong there. You're not totally wrong there. Let's see. I don't know what happened to Dale's graphic. Somebody asked. I don't know. I, I gotta I gotta go back and find it. I don't think I deleted it. I don't know where it went. I don't know. Anyways, guys, we'll get back into your questions. Let's go back to the top of the show. We missed a lot of questions here, I believe. As Brennan M said at the top of the show, high school football game day. Hope you enjoy yourself. If you're going to a high school football game tonight, this weekend, I think Burns actually plays on Saturday, right? Don't they play on? I think they play on Saturday in North Carolina. I've been hearing the ad on the radio. So, um, Brandon Ward going to a high school game tonight. Ready for Gamecock football? Indeed, indeed. Mantis, happy Friday. Stay sharp, Chris. Fifteen days, no doubt, no doubt. Mark Powell says, "Purple Haze, go Saluda, the Saluda Tigers. You don't mess with these country boys; they'll kick you to the sleep." Love it. Peyton Smith, what's up, Chris? Pump for the season. No more preseason. Indeed. Mark Powell says, sick lid, bro. Thank you. The camo. We got the camo lid on today. Jeff Gulledge says, it's 110 degrees in the great state of Texas. Yeah, I was looking at the weather from Montana, man. It's like, it's going to be like low 80s during the day, which is really, really nice. And then at night... It gets down to like the 50s, like pretty damn chilly. So we're going to get uh, really all kinds of weather, all kinds of weather. So let's see. The the weather. Yeah, look at this. I mean, we got when we leave, it'll be 80, 76, 77, 79, 82, 82. Those are the highs. And the lows, you're looking at 55, 57, 51, 49, 52. So, and the air is really thin there, too, from what I've been told. So, it'll uh, it'll play into the weather as well. My brother, what's going on, Stephen? What's up? Brian Dean says, my 40th high school football season 
Game 523 tonight. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, man. Congratulations on that, Brian Dean. That's awesome. Austin Gregory says, special teams beat Clemson. Offense beat Tennessee. Defense beat Kentucky. We need all three to gel many times over this year. Indeed, Austin. I mean, how many complete games have we played over the last two years? Truly. It's, it's been few and far in between, it seems. Austin says, I'm convinced that Ray Guy only gives the awards to people who attended their camp. That is the only logical explanation I can think as to why Kroger did not win it last year. Maybe so, but if that's the case, that's that's not a good excuse. Not a good excuse at all. Jacob E. says, special teams was the reason we were able to beat Clemson. No, dude, no doubt. No doubt. John Edward, Genevion Clowney to the Ravens. Wow, Ravens are stocking up, dude. Ravens are stocking up. Jay Shock, Chris, has, who has more touchdowns this year, special teams or defense? Touchdowns, I'll go defense. I'll go defense. GA says simply, Kaisman. Love it. Big Creek 61. I smell football in the air. Indeed. Austin says, Hilton Head Golf Trip for the second weekend in October has been booked. We'll definitely be going by Carolina Cigars. Yes, Austin. Definitely check them out. Tell them that we sent you specifically, and they will take care of you for sure. They'll take care of you either way, but tell them that we sent you for sure. They'll uh, they'll handle all your needs, my guy. They got you. They got you. So, Austin Gregory, if you take the average grade of your position unit preview grades, what does that make our overall team grade? I'd have to go back, Austin, and do the math, but I would imagine it puts us around, I think, a C-plus. A C-plus grade, something like that. Pretty close to that. I think that's what it would put us at. <clears throat> Ethan K says, if we compare quarterbacks to ace pitchers, I compare punters and kickers as setup guys and closers. Need them all to be consistent to be successful. Jimmy F. says, you and J.C. start too close together. Makes me miss a little of this. Yeah, I, I, I apologize, Jimmy F. It's one of those things. They, what, they go 11 to 1. Should, should we move up 1 to 4? Should that be the new move? 1 to 4? Just to avoid any crossover or anything? I just love the 12 to 3 slot, really. Austin Gregory, week 1 is a must-win game for any fan expecting us to win 9 games. I mean, yeah, I don't think, Austin, there's many, if any, record predictions out there that would have the Gamecocks 9-3 and three with a loss to North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you listen, you lose to North Carolina, and whether you picked eight wins, nine wins, whatever it might be, like, expectations will be reset and reset very, very quickly if South Carolina does not win that football game. Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Apparently, the block feature is going to be deleted on Twitter, except for DMs. There will be no more blocking people. Twitter, X, whatever. No more blocking people. In other news, Gamecock Twitter is about to be a shit show, even more so than it normally is. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some people that some folks have blocked that, you know, that there's some instances where, like, it's it's maybe it's best those two don't cross paths. Like, Mark Ryan, for example, has got a lot of people blocked that don't see his content because he has them blocked. And now that's that's going to be gone, supposedly. I, you know, 
Interesting play by, by the folks over at Twitter. Interesting play by X, for sure. Uh, Jimmy F. Cox went in Charlotte by 17. And we win nine games in the regular season. I love that pick, Jimmy. I hope you're right. Austin Gregory says, first five weeks are critical. Got to make it to week six with two losses max if you want to buy an SC hype late in the year this season. Yeah, I mean, Austin, listen, first five games, North Carolina, Furman, Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee. Three and two is the goal. Three and two or better. You start three and two, that, in my opinion, is a success. Georgia, going to be extremely tough. Tennessee, going to be very, very tough in Knoxville. You beat North Carolina, of course you beat Furman, and you beat Mississippi State. That, to me, is a very solid start because, you've, you've like you mentioned, you got Florida upcoming, chance at a 4-2 and two start going into the back half of your schedule. I mean, I, I, I like the odds there, 4-2 and two with six left, and four of those six are at home. That sets up well. That sets up really, really well. John Rice, boom! Yeah, we, we dropped the mic in, uh, we dropped the mic, putting a pin in the offseason, I think, so. Austin Gregory, when is the bowl game? The simulation. Austin, I don't know. I, 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 I guess maybe we could do it today. I mean, could y'all swing doing it at 6 o'clock? Could, could that work? Could 6 o'clock for the bowl game work? We could do it today. The only plans I had today were to eat, edit the podcast, obviously content, but probably work out as well. I think I could probably swing 6 o'clock. I mean, normally we started at 7, but I'm trying to get it done before the before we get into the night and we, we, we need to pack and all that stuff. So maybe today. Uh, Jeremy Smith, what's the chances we see Chris Phillips running across Willie D mid-game? Zero, because I will be right here in studio watching and covering every single game and hosting the post-game call-in show, which is going to be just electric. I I can't wait. The, the, the post-game call-in show is going to be just flat-out phenomenal, dude. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Mantis says that Robbie wins in two rounds against Dale. Wow. You're taking Robbie Davis. Okay. Austin Miller says, I don't think we win against Tennessee, but damn, it would be awesome to do it. You know, that, I, I've said it already, guys. That That's a swing game that I feel like is probably the least likely that South Carolina wins that game, but maybe we're making too much of the whole revenge factor thing, right? Like maybe maybe we're giving we're we're letting that play too much into our thought process on that game. Bruin Nation, we are absolutely flying to Montana, my guy. Dude, a drive from here to there, it would take literally like 23 hours. Like, no, nah, I'm good. We're good on that, my guy. We're good on that. We are good on that. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see the sights, the scenes. I mean, it's, it's going to be – I've heard many good things, heard it's breathtaking, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. How about our guy G.A. got himself a Kai Kroger jersey? Love that. Love that, my man. Austin Gregory, by the way, said this in the Big Cock Club Discord. He said, I'm going to go ahead and say this on record. Tennessee peaked last year under Heupel. You went to Death Valley and demolished the SEC West champion. You beat Alabama for the first time in over a decade and a half. You were ranked number one in the country at one point. Were they? Were they ranked number one? I don't remember that. Uh, you finished with an 11 wins. You beat Clemson in a bowl game. You were selected in the top four in the college ball playoff late in the year. That will be the best version of Tennessee that Heupel's ever able to to muster, calling it now. Okay, what do y'all think? Does Tennessee ever get back to 11 wins under Heupel? Or was it a flash in the pan, one year, one and done, 
No more. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Our good friends over at collegefootballnews.com are already dropping picks for week one. How about this? I wonder if they've got... They've, they've got to have week zero, right? They've got Utah, Florida. Let's let's see what collegefootballnews.com says about Utah and Florida. Florida versus Utah. Who will win? Here's their prediction. Here's what they have to say. Florida will be undervalued with all the unknowns needing to come together after a disappointing year, but it's Florida. It has the SEC talent. It found a way to hold up in the season opener against the Utes last season, and it has the athletes, the disrespected athletes, to rise up and make a big statement. But Utah is at home. The Utes are stunningly mediocre from Rice Eccles Stadium against the better teams, but in their house with that energy and the swagger of being the two-time Pac-12 champion and ranked higher than anyone in the 2024 Big 12 configuration, they'll pull this off by being Utah. Almost certainly not having rising Cam rising their quarterback will matter, but the other parts will take over. Great line play, amazing defense, third down efficiency, one big special teams play. Florida got the thrilling win last year by coming up with that one key stop when it really needed it at the end, and now flip that around with the home factor playing a part. Collegefootballnews.com prediction for Florida and Utah. They've got the Utah Utes 30, Florida 24. So a close game. And Florida covering the seven and a half point spread. What say you? I know Austin Gregory does not agree. I think Austin Gregory thinks it's going to be a blowout. Um, what say you though? Austin Gregory says, What's your favorite week one matchup outside of our game? Um I mean, Austin, it's it's hard not to say Florida State LSU. It, it's it's hard not to say that, but I feel like that's too easy. So I'm gonna give you a different answer. Okay, I really can't wait to watch Florida and Utah. I, I'm I'm really intrigued and excited by Florida Utah. We'll talk about that more in Week One. By the way, break down that game. I'm really excited about that game. Um, it would not surprise me if Florida kept that game much much closer than folks are expecting. So I'm excited for that one for sure. Eight o'clock on ESPN. Um, outside of that, <clears throat> if I had to pick one, um, let's see. 
Could go TCU, Colorado, Dion's debut, if you will. Hmm. I'd probably have to say, I mean, Clemson Duke's another one. That one, that one is really, uh, you know, low-hanging fruit, if you will. Yeah, Coastal at UCLA, 1030 on ESPN. That is a really, really fun ball game. That'll be really interesting. Um, outside of that, though, <clears throat> outside of that, I am going to go Tennessee and Virginia. I'm just excited to see what Tennessee looks like with Joe Milton at quarterback. And and guys, Tennessee's like a 28-point favorite. I, I don't think Virginia is going to win the ball game. I, I, I certainly don't think that. But I'm just excited to see what Tennessee looks like. Like, do they do they look like that team last year that was so dominant offensively and was slinging it all over the yard and, and just blowing people out? Or, you know, do they come back down to earth a little bit. So. But yeah, guys, as I mentioned, you just heard me say, we are going to talk and break down SEC football on these airwaves unlike we have ever done so before. It is not just going to be South Carolina 24-7. It's going to be primarily Gamecocks. Don't get me wrong. It's a Gamecock show. But we're going to talk a lot of SEC. We're going to break down each of these games Again, not as in-depth as South Carolina, but we're going to talk about these games, break down these games, uh, you know, give predictions for these games, give gambling picks for these games. Really, really excited to do that, to follow more so with SEC football. And again, guys, that's another one of the reasons, honestly, I'm staying back in studio and I'm excited to do so because, guys, you may not realize over the last couple of years, you know, selling merchandise, doing the whole meet and greet thing, hanging out with people – it was awesome, and I'm not complaining. It was great, but I missed every football game. Like, I, I missed all of the football except South Carolina. I cannot tell you all how giddy I am to wake up at 7 a.m., 6 a.m., make a cup of coffee, come upstairs in the studio and sit down and cut on the TV, cut on college game day, and just watch college football all day long. I cannot wait for it. Anyways, let's get into your question. Seth says, odds that Joyner rushes over 800 yards. Um, I think it's possible, Seth. I, I, I've, I've kind of, I've locked in it. If he can get to 500 or more, I think it's a really good year. And, and anything beyond that is is gravy. I, I, just, I just think because Seth realistically, like, I think it's going to be running back by committee. I, I really do. I think it's running back by committee. I, I just think that it would surprise me if just solely one guy, and you need more than one running back. Like, others are going to play. You know what I mean? Others are going to play, for sure. <clears throat> Austin says, I want to visit every SEC stadium, but Mississippi and those cowbells may be unbearable. Yeah, I'd, Austin, I'd love to do the same. I, I really would. I, I'd love to visit every single SEC stadium. That'd be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. John Edward, week zero is not the official kickoff for me. It's week one. Well, John Edward, some of us just decide to enjoy ball and, and embrace week zero, my guy. Luke Weatherford says, pet the Bears. Gotcha. Anyways, guys, we're putting a pin in, or we really put a pin in the offseason as we prepare for kickoff. Gamecocks. And North Carolina, the next time that we speak on TDC, it will be game week. It will be game week. Guys, in the meantime, next week, though, although there's no TDC, I'm really excited for you guys to hear some of the great conversations that, that we have in store. Really looking forward to it, man. Some really, really fun convos. I know you guys are sure to enjoy. Guys, let me say this yet again. I've said it many times, but I want to echo it. Thank you so much for the continued love and support on the podcast side of things. Just taking a look at the numbers. Last month, we were just over 64,000 downloads 
for the entire month. We are on day number 18 in the month of August. And we sit currently at 64,000 downloads. So, we are on our way to setting a record yet again, and I think 100,000 downloads is in play for this month, and I expect for us to stay there, to live there, all throughout the football season. Anyways, guys, back into your questions. Old bowl cut, Chase Floyd, old bowl cut. KFC, what's a download? A download's a listen, KFC. A download's a listen. A play, that counts as a download. So, yeah, plays, plays. It's the same thing. Same thing. High school football getting underway tonight all across the state of South Carolina. Let's see. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. We've all been there. It's the last minute. You're stressed. You're looking for tickets, whether it be for the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, or whatever the event may be. But you're hunting down the best price. You're comparing with other buyers. You don't know exactly where you're sitting, what you're getting. And the apps are just overwhelming and confusing, just adding to your stress level. Guys, look no further to rid yourself of those problems that are friends over at game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Guys, I've been there myself, right? You go to these apps where I'm looking with family. You're trying to get a bunch of tickets in one section. And what I hate is the pricing is not true to the number that you see or Wherever you're sitting, it's not quite the view that you expected. Again, all those things are gone with our friends at game time, and they make it so easy and convenient for the end consumer. They have things like flash deals with last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They have image of seat views, which is so useful, especially if, let's say, you're going on a road trip for the Gamecocks, you're going to a new stadium, and you want to see exactly what that view is going to be like when you get there. And also, guys, maybe most importantly, they have the lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection as well as job loss protection and more. Guys, GameTime.co is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more, and the game time guarantee, it means that you're always going to have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% 
of the difference. So, guys, think about that. If you're shopping around, you're comparing, game time guarantees you'll pay less. And if you don't, they'll reimburse you. Guys, it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And you buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. It's a very easy-to-use app, as I said before. I have used it myself. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time over at GameTime.co or download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P at GameTime.co or on the Game Time app for $20 off. Off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Excited to go to week zero, too, man. Vandy, Hawaii, uh, really pumped for that game. I, I, I am I am very, very pumped for that game, believe it or not. Very pumped for it. Guys, if you haven't done so, join the Big Cock Club today. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. And or click the link in our bio, and you'll see the link for the Big Cock Club there. We'll be watching college football on the BCC and the BCC Discord all season long. All season long. So, very excited for it. Going to be a lot of fun. We'll hang out together, watch ball. Going to be a blast. Absolutely going to be a blast. Okay, oh, KFC, you're joking. Okay. Well, some people don't. Hey, listen, some people really don't understand. Like, download, play, it's the same thing. So. Anyways, let's jump to the phone lines here. Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, man? How are you? Good about yourself, man. What's going on, man? I am doing fantastic, my friend. Appreciate you asking. What's up? So, uh, calling in to talk a little bit about uh, about Nick Harbor again for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Fox Sports, uh, it might have been The Athletic, but I'm on a Fox Sports website, and mm-hmm. they list their top 50 freak athletes list mm-hmm. in the country. Nick Harbor tops that list as a true freshman. Above, above Brock Bowers, above Marvin Harrison Jr., above all of these proven commodities in college football, the true freshman mm-hmm. is sits at the top of that board. I think I, I just think that that's, that's that's such a statement for, for such a young guy like like Nick Harbor. Yeah, indeed. I mean, listen, you look at the combination of size, of speed, of athleticism, you know, guys who are as big as he is, they're not supposed to be able to move as quickly as he does and run as fast as he does. So all the tools are there. That, that's what that screams to me, Peyton, is all the tools are there. He, he has everything he needs to be necessary or be successful. He has all that you need to be successful. Now it's about putting him in the best possible positions to have success, to be an elite player. And, um, you know, I, I think he can be a damn good one at South Carolina. It's just all about putting him in positions to be successful because from the physical standpoint, he has things you simply cannot teach. Exactly, man. And uh, so Jody Wright, tight end coach at USC, pointed at saying, I would say Julio, I would say a taller Julio Jones with a Derrick Henry type build is a great comparison. When you when you just sit and think about all time freak athletes in college football. Julio Jones and Derrick Henry are some of the first couple of names that you think of when you really think of freak athletes in college. Mm-hmm. And and to say that he is a taller Julio with a Derrick Henry-type build, that, I mean, you might as well just call him Superman, for God's sake, man. I mean, he's – now, he's – I'm sure we're all aware of the weight gain. He's, he's now 243 pounds. At six foot five, I just think that spells 
eventually now, now, and we've we've gone back and forth on the preseason on all, on all of this. There's a lot of nuances to the wide receiver game, especially in the SEC, and there's a lot of there's a lot of nitty gritty things that need to be worked out. You know, Harbor's kind of a kind of a raw good kind of guy right now, and I, I just think if if we get that dialed in and we get him prepared to to take on the role of I think he's eventually going to be our, our number one pass catcher guy, and I think it's probably going to happen next season. But if if you compare talent in the wide receiver position to a six foot five, two hundred and forty three pound frame that also just happens to run a ten two two and the hundred meter dash, I just think that spells matchup nightmare for pretty much every every corner that Nick Harbour lines up against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, you hit all the nail on the head. So many points, man. I'm so excited for Nick Harbor and what he's going to bring to this Gamecocks offense and this football team. And again, because he's he's got things you just can't teach. So it'll be up to the coaching staff now. And and Dabble Loggins, obviously, there's pressure to utilize him in the correct way and and get the football in his hands in creative ways, especially early to utilize that skill set. You know, for an offense that's looking for for you know for playmakers and uh, you know for answers offensively, explosiveness. That that's a heck of a guy to have at your disposal. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how they use him, man. Uh, you know, as a true freshman, I'm I'm coming into it with, you know, somewhat a conservative expectations, but I also just think realistic expectations for a youngster. I, right. um, you know, I, right. I think obviously he's got all the tools. It's about learning the game. But the second he does that, man, the second that he has that light bulb moment and it kind of all clicks for him, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be dangerous, man. You, you talk about player comps. I look at him very similar, like a Jared Cook. Like that, that body build, that athleticism, you know, Jared Cook was a massive human being and uh, very quick as well, very agile, very fast. So there's a reason that Jared Cook's still doing it in the NFL. So I think Nick Harbour can be that type of player um, and uh, excited to watch him this fall for sure. Yeah, I, you know, I just think, you know, I just as a true raw freshman topping the list of 50 freak athletes, I mean, it's, and it's posted on FoxSports.com, but I, I believe it was the Athletic originally. Mm. Yeah, because it's uh, yeah Bruce Feldman's list of, of the Athletic. That's that's his list. So I just think to to put him above, you know, who some I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is regarded as the best receiver in college football right mm. now, and Brock Bowers is just if you could create the prototypical blue chip college tight end uh, as an NFL recruit, if you could just pinpoint and make everything what you want, Brock Bowers is that guy. Mm. But the freshman, the true freshman tops that list. I just think that's, uh, I don't think it's it's something that can be understated. And, you know, it's it's not necessarily something that we weren't expecting. You know, everybody kind of knew what kind of guy we were landing when we got Nick Barber. But to see him compared to to all of these established college guys, it's just it's really something mm-hmm. something special to see. So I, I think um, you know, like I said, man, it, it all comes down to how you can fine tune him and how you can and how you can coach him. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Beamer's got the staff to do that effectively. Yep, it'll be on then to do it, man. But again, I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, again, he he's just another weapon and. Uh, you know, the, the big the big question for him will be, you know, going from being a track guy to being a football guy. Not saying he wasn't a football guy before, but like being a big time football guy. I know he's a he's a track star. Um, I think that can only help him and translate into, you know, success on the field. But yeah, I'm excited, man. It, it's it's gonna be really cool to see him in Garnet and Black on the field, making plays. Like you mentioned, that was such a big win in recruiting. So to actually see him out there on the field is gonna be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man, and I and I think what's going to be key early on is, and you, you've said this over and over again. I think, I think Dow Loggins has got a little little pressure on him in regards to getting Nick the ball early on in creative ways that you know might might could be able to speed up the the process of getting him ready to take on that to take on that that true wide receiver position. Um, just try to get the ball in his hands. And I think the biggest key is try to give him at least three steps of open space. Because I think if you give that kid three steps of open space, I think 
I don't think there's there might be one or two guys in the country that that could even be able to keep up with him. Mm. So I, I just think you know you said it over and over. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's going to be very crucial to, to try to find creative ways to get in the ball early, whether that be whether that be swing passes, whether that be screens, whether that be slants over the middle, whether that be just simple go routes. Because you know I I said I think one of the first things. First topics I talked to you about on this show was if if you press Nick Harbor, if you press him on the line at six at six five two forty, I don't think that's going to work out for a lot of people. Mm. So I, I you know it's just like you said. I think the, the biggest point is getting in the ball early in creative mm. ways. People that ways that aren't that ways that people are not expecting him to get the ball. I mm. think that's going to be key. Indeed, man. It should be fun to watch for sure, and it, it'll be intriguing. It'll be a fascinating storyline going into week one and beyond. Absolutely, man. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and get off here, man. God, it's been a hot week. It's kind of <laughs> cooled off a little bit. Mm. Kind of cooled off a little bit, so I know everybody's thankful for that. And Football's back, man. I'm, I'm so excited. Football is back. High school football starts tonight. Um, I'm going to be cheering on my Emerald Vikings up here in Greenwood. And um, thank God it's Friday, man. Happy Friday, Chris. Indeed. I'll, uh, I'll holler at you later. I'll holler at you. Not next week, obviously, because you're going to be in Montana country. That's whiskey drinking country up there. <laughs> so stay away from the bears. Don't don't go hiking alone. <laughs> no, that's not something I need to tell you. But mm. I'll, uh, I'll holler at you come game week, brother. And uh, – you stay safe out there, and thanks for his up show. Go Cox, buddy. Thanks. Peyton, you're the man. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks so much for calling in. Great stuff from Peyton. Yeah, looking forward to talking to Peyton all season long and all of you as well. And, uh, yeah, excited for Nick Harbour, man. How, how can you not be? You know what I mean? He's just a physical specimen, a guy that there's there's been some adjustment period for sure to the college game, but very, very pumped to see what type of impact he can make as a freshman. And, I mean, you never know, man. I mean, listen, if, if – you know, for the folks out there picking nine or ten wins, if, if South Carolina is going to do the unthinkable and let's just say go nine and three, uh, you're going to need a guy like a like a Nick Harbor to break out, burst on the scene, and be a be a dude for you flat out. So, going to have to happen. Going to have to happen. Will Corb hit me up in the Discord about the hat. We'll get the hat taken care of, my guy. Let's turn to the lines. John Edward. John Edward, what's going on, man? How are you? Good, dude. Got up work a little bit ago, so I got off early and my weekend started. So that is, it was kind of a long week just getting through it. Very nice. I love that. Yeah. I'm actually, I want to touch on something Peyton said, but um, I'm actually at my apartment. I'm getting some stuff together. I'm leaving in like a few hours to, so long story short, my parents, they go to Chester. And some of them from their church are going like on this float, the river thing, I think in Hendersonville. Mm. And so they asked, um, hey, hey, would you come watch the dog? Which I should want to take, help take care of him. And I'm not living there anymore. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, I'll come watch him. So I thought, instead of just leaving tomorrow and going out for a few hours, I'm like, why not go have pizza with them tonight and just spend the night there? And since I'm watching the, our dog tomorrow anyway, so that's what I'm doing later. Sounds like a fun weekend, man. Weekend. Sounds like a fun start to the weekend and a fun weekend yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually got a start with the uh, Carolina game, Carolina versus North Carolina. Get football game. I'm going with my uh, JV coach from high school. So that'll be fun. That'll be two weeks. But actually, yeah, my next week I'm touch on this quite a bit. So, so I'm, I'm glad football is back next week and everything. But if I'm going to miss a week, a weekend of football, it'll probably, it, Good thing it's next weekend because, like I said, I'm going to be out of town seeing my younger brother and my sister-in-law, so I'm looking, really looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be good. I mean, hey, week zero is uh, not that big of a deal, right? It's just week zero. No, no biggie. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm going to miss, you know, uh, next weekend, so, like, you know, weekend to you know, go see brother and sister-in-law. So. And then I'm going to Atlanta, which I know got back from Atlanta what, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, you got back from Atlanta. Uh, so I'm going. I'm going to the game end of September, and I got like a few other things. I'm going to a race in October, so things to pick up for me. Um, starting with the Carolina game, so. Mm. But I'm really looking forward to and 
fun fact about the guy I'm going with, he's like, who do I root for? He's a Clemson fan, but he's going to go with me. He's like, who am I going to root for, North Carolina or South Carolina? And I'm like, nice graphics. Um, he's like, I don't like North Carolina or South Carolina. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to blame you if you don't root for us. Because, I mean, I, I would not expect a Clemson fan to root for us mm-hmm. in, the, in a couple of weeks. We would do we would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just root for North Carolina if you want. I'm not going to expect you to, you know, you're going with me to have a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. And so – that was a spill, but one something from Peyton said, I was listening to that conversation, and he said he was on what Fox Sports about mm-hmm. Nicole being the number one streak in the country. Mm-hmm. And he, what he say, a taller Julio Jones and with a Derrick Henry body. Is that what I heard? Yes, yeah. Julio Jones, the Derrick Henry body, Nick, yeah. That dude, that makes total sense. I haven't even seen Nick play yet, but just looking at him, I mean, that makes total sense. You know, I mean, Derrick Henry body and Julio like wise, it's just. Do you think Nick's a little? Obviously, Nick's probably faster than Julio. I would think so. I, I, I don't. I don't know exactly. I, I would think so. I, I mean, Nick Harbor is one yeah, of the I'm, fastest I'm human really, beings not, on the planet, so I, I would think he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking Julio. Like now, he's a version of himself at right. the NFL level. But I'm just. I'm thinking that Julio coming out of college compared to coming into college for Julio when Nick's coming in. So. Right. I mean, Julio was a freaking freak. I mean, with Julio was on that team, we beat Bama. He wasn't on that team mm. when we beat Alabama. But, uh, yeah, all right, um, I'm going to get out of here and just chill for a little bit. But I'll probably get my call in since I was I got off early. But, hey, thanks for taking my call. And you have a great time in Montana. John Every the man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'll do the same with Kingstree. Yeah, man, do the same. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great weekend. Either. Yeah. All right, Take care. Great stuff from John Edward. How about John Edward taking the high road? <clears throat> John Edward taking the high road and, and not replying to BDD. How about that? <laughs> BDD, did you see? I, I, found, I found the BDD graphic, by the way. I was struggling with that. And it looks like, where, where did it go? There it is. We found it. Okay. So we have the BDD graphic ready to go. Love it. Absolutely love that, folks. Absolutely love that. Again, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Here on this Friday. Let's jump to the phone here. Will from Dirty Myrtle. Will, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, buddy? Just hanging out. Yeah, what's going on? Just wanted to give a quick call before you went on your high hatus for a little bit. I'm sure you saw the clips. Yesterday of practice and a uh, couple questions for you. One, uh, I mean, is it amazing or what how the ball flies out of Lenore Stellar's hand? I mean, it looks like the, the, the velocity of his is just different than everybody else throwing the ball on the team. Did you notice that when you saw some of those clips? Yeah. I mean, it, it just it, – yeah, I mean, his arm strength definitely jumped off the page. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm – very excited for Lenora Sellers. I mean, that's a guy that, you know, we all have high hopes for. But, I mean, and, th- and then seeing Brad Crawford's tweet where he said that, you know, he got a text that it was the best practice by a freshman quarterback the guy had ever seen. So, it's it's going to be fun this time next year. And, obviously, in, in way before that, in spring as well, we have a quarterback battle. You know, I don't, I don't think they're going to publicly say that, you know, somebody's in the lead or whatever. They'll probably let the quarterback battle go. But, uh you know, I, I think we're all expecting Lenore Sellers to take over and be that guy. So, uh, yeah, seeing that clip from practice yesterday and the touch on that ball and the arm strength, and it's exciting. It, it's, it's definitely exciting, man. It, it's it's going to be fun to watch in the future. Also, I was kind of, you know, going through and seeing what I could see. I noticed that, that Nick Harbour 
had a little bit of a hard time tracking that ball on two of the things I saw him. One he dropped, one another one he didn't come back to. I think it was an underthrow. But I just – I wonder about I, – I think he will be able to make an impact, and he mm. is a freak, and I think he would be great for us. But I wonder early if he's going to have trouble tracking balls and catching them. You know what I mean? Because he's just not that used to it. Mm. So I just wonder if that's going to be a little bit of an issue early on, if maybe they try to do some quick quick outs to him, little screens or something, rather than, you know, a fly route where he's having to catch the ball 40, 50 yards down the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think you know definitely. I mean, we we we've heard the reports out of fall camp that the you know the adjustment period, like there has been an adjustment. So, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it's very fair to expect that and believe that's going to be the case. And it doesn't mean he's not going to be a great football player. It just means that early on, you know, there could be some growing pains. I mean, I, I think it's unfair to expect there won't be any growing pains. I mean, this guy's a freak, yes, but he's a true freshman. Like he's never played an SEC game, so. I, where nobody's saying he can't make a big time impact, but you know, early, I mean, he's the only way to learn and improve and get better is to get experience. And, you know, you learn the most through failure. You know what I mean? So there might be some situations early where he drops a pass or misplays a ball or what have you. But the good thing with a guy like Nick Harbor is this although he's going to be learning on the go, there's probably going to be moments, there definitely will be moments that his supreme athleticism, he'll be able to get away with different things, right? Like, he he's going to be able to yeah. get away with things that other guys maybe can't get away with because of his supreme athleticism. So, I, I'm excited to see it, man. But again, to your point, that's why I'm keeping realistic expectations for Nick Harbour. There are other, you know, there are other talented, more veteran receivers on this roster and also, I mean, I, I don't expect Nick Harbour to start making a really big impact until about midway through the season. Could he make it earlier? Yeah. Sure. But, like, I'm not expecting it until we get about that midway point. And, uh, yeah, and, and I agree. And one final thought, uh, I just the years of, of watching all the practices and, and the interviews, I've done it for 20 years now and maybe longer, but uh, – a lot of times with Furrier, there wasn't a lot of positive stuff coming out. You know how he was. He would always kind of – then we come out and kick somebody's ass. Like, well, we didn't look good <laughs> practice always. This seemed like the most positive fall camp I can remember, mm. where especially offensively, where everybody seems like, oh, it's, we're making a lot of explosive plays. Rattler was real happy with the offense. Seems like everybody's real happy with the offense. And I feel kind of good about that. I have a little bit more of a, you know, uh, optimistic outlook, I think, on the offense mm-hmm. after hearing everybody talking. Maybe they're just blowing smoke. But you know what I mean, though? Recently, in recent history, there hadn't been a lot of super positive stuff coming out mm-hmm. about the offense. It was always a work in progress. We're mm-hmm. getting, you know what I mean? Doesn't it seem like there's a little bit more of a positivity, Bob, this time? Yeah. No, I mean, listen, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, I, I they are saying all the right things. Will, when it comes to the offense, um, everything you would hope that they you you you'd hope they'd say they are saying it. So I would agree with you. I think it's a positive vibe. I I think that uh, and that goes back to Shane Beamer and the culture he's built. But you know, I, I mentioned this going into last year too, and I and I'll echo, echo it again. You know, although there's a bunch of question marks, there are real football reasons to be excited about this team. So you know, we'll we'll see how it all comes together, but. Yeah, I mean, certainly the the energy coming out of fall camp is is very positive right now, Will, and, and you hope that I obviously continue using the kickoff and, and beyond. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And uh, enjoy your trip. Be safe. And uh, can't wait to talk to you on game week, man. It's finally – it's upon us finally. So, uh, hopefully we can get to it and then have us a good year this year, man. Go talk. Yeah, man, talk can't, later, can't wait, Will. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. As we officially put a pin in the offseason, we close out the preseason, right? Because no TDC next week. Podcast will drop. The next time you and I speak, the offseason's over. We're into game week. We're talking games. We're talking predictions. We're breaking down key matchups, keys to game, all of the content that comes with it. We are officially in game week. The offseason behind us. I do want to take a moment to say thank you to each and every single one of you because I I know that at times, right, talking season, it gets very tedious. It gets very long. At times, it feels like it'll never end. And 
you know, you get bombarded with content and so many previews and, and so many predictions and what have you. And you guys continue to tune in day after day after day and show love and run up the numbers and show support. And, you know, I, I just want to say thank you guys because you guys make the offseason bearable for me, right? Without you all, I can't even imagine starting at 100 days, 100 days to kickoff, and having to sit through that over, you know, every single day, just wishing it were the season. So having you all there as the audience to engage with and and interact with and and talk ball with, and it's a blessing. It's a blast, truly, guys. I I appreciate each and every single one of you from, you know, I I look back at the offseason. I know I spoke on it earlier in that first hour, but, um, you know, you look back on the SEC team previews we did, right? That feels like forever ago. We were doing those in June, you know, the SEC team previews to the opponent previews to SEC media days, obviously, that was incredible. Position unit previews, all of our predictions, predicted order of finish, South Carolina game-by-game game predictions, and now we're here. We made it, man. It, it feels good. It feels good to say that. So excited to start talking South Carolina, North Carolina, and you know, getting everything, like I said, I, I was actually sitting there this morning planning what game week content is going to look like. It's going to be very reactive, obviously, to what's happening, the storylines, things we want to discuss, what have you. But I'm so excited for the content. Like, we are, we are, we are in a position going into this season. The content has never been better. The content absolutely has never been better. And I and I cannot wait for it. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to be talking more SEC content than we ever have. There's going to be more gambling content than there's ever been. And, of course, talking all things Gamecocks all the time. It's, it's just what we're doing on game day, the call-in shows, creating content from the studio. Like, guys, I am truly, truly giddy for the 2023 season. And it's a blessing that, you know, year after year, you know, first season in this studio, it's a blessing that year after year, I find myself saying, this is going to be our best season yet. This is going to be our best season yet. But it's it's a testament to the work that we've put in. It's a testament to you all continuing to show love and support and guys TSUS would would not be what it is and and what it's becoming and and I say that because I mean it truly I say that because I mean it and I, I just I'm so grateful for where we are where we're going and uh you know happy that I get to cut off <laughs> cut off a week of the off season if you will but uh you know by going out of town but looking forward to you know really taking some time to detach, to, to reset, to take a deep breath and, uh, you know, come back better than ever and come back fresh and come back ready to dive into it and get after it in the 2023 season. Man, I, I cannot freaking wait. Cannot freaking wait to talk actual games on the field of play, react to things that we're seeing on the field Cannot wait, man, because we got lots of question marks. It was a long offseason, but finally we put a pin in it. So, really great stuff, man. Really great stuff. And, of course, you guys know next week. Again, no TDC, but the podcast is going to drop every single day. We have fantastic interviews for you guys. Since there's no TDC, since there's no TDC, the podcast will drop every day at 5 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. So, all my... Morning commuters, you'll get the podcast and all throughout the day. You can go back, you can listen to it. All you folks out there that listen after work at 5 p.m., it'll be there waiting for you just the same. And, of course, I'm never totally off the grid. So we'll still be on social media here and there. We got some some graphics lined up, including like my college football playoff predictions, my national champion prediction, uh, you know, some different lists here and there to keep folks engaged and, and keep the convo going during the week. But, Really looking forward to some R&R, detaching a bit, seeing some sights, taking in nature, if you will, and uh, 
hitting sort of that refresh button and, and getting ready for the 2023 season. And John, I know that Montana doesn't have service, but we will be at the house and and there will be enough, John. But I'm looking for, hey, look, listen, I'm looking forward to the detachment part, the detachment part. And, and uh, you know, taking some time away from the phone, if you will, because John, surely you know I'll, I'll be on it nonstop, 24-7, once we get back and we get into game week. Guys, that's going to do it, man. The offseason's over. Put a pin in it. The season is here. Congratulations, folks. We made it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications when we drop new video content when we go live as well. And of course, the podcast, at the Spurs Up Show, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out there. Guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. The next time we speak on these airwaves, it'll be game week. Cannot wait for that, guys. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend. And we'll talk to you very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.